0: Friends, fiends, rapscallions, I know what you all must be thinking every time an episode is released of Easily Irritated. I'm sure you're all thinking, God, Mike is my favorite comedian. I love his stand-up. I love his podcast. I love Mike McCowan. I just wish I could have a podcast myself. I wish that people would want to listen to me talk. I wish, you know, I'm passionate about... JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Maybe I should start a podcast on that. But who's going to listen? And then I'm creating all this work, all this effort to just shout into the void? No, that doesn't sound fun. But here's where you're wrong, my friends. There's a magical little platform called Anchor. And it's everything you need or anything you want to create a podcast. It's completely free and there's creation tools To make it easy and fun for you to be able to do it literally anywhere you can do it from your phone you can do it from your computer you can hold up your phone like you're talking to a friend and you're actually reporting a podcast and the audio is amazing this is what i used when i first started my podcast and it is a great app it's a great platform and the best thing about it is you upload your podcast send it away and anchor Will upload it for you onto all the streaming platforms, onto Spotify, onto Applecasts, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you'll be able to hear your podcast. I'll be able to listen, you could send me your podcast and I'll listen to it. Anyway, you're probably still thinking, I don't know, I'm a little on the edge here, I'm a little on the fence. Because even if I do create a podcast, who's going to listen? I'm never going to make money. Off the podcast, not like you do. But see, this is where you're also wrong, my little wolf pups. With Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You don't have to reach 500 people. You could reach one dude in South Carolina that lives in his mom's basement, and he never wears pants. He only wears tidy whities all the time, and his mom brings him oatmeal when he's hungry. And corn dogs, because who doesn't love corn dogs? It doesn't matter if that guy is your one and only fan. Because with Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You could have one guy, two guys, 500 guys, 1,000 guys. It doesn't matter. You'll still make money off your podcast by reading ads, much like I'm doing now. There's no minimum listenership. That's what's great about Anchor. It's everything you need literally in one place to make a podcast. Now, listen closely and I'll tell you how to do it, all right? It's super complicated. You might want to take some notes. Step one, open up your smartphone or iPhone. Go to the app store and type in anchor.fm. Click the download button and get your podcast started. It's that easy. All right, now enjoy the show. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Travis Clark inviting you over to my podcast. It is entitled Ten Fathoms Deep, and we'll be discussing just about anything and everything that goes on in life, everything from comic books and the state of the world to martial arts and love, but we will also uh, regularly have guests on, including the lovely Mike McCowan. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I look forward to you listening to me, and I will talk to you soon. Easily Irritated was not recorded in front of a live studio audience, but rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls. Welcome, Easily Irritated fans, to uh, the second episode of Easily Irritated for 2021. I tell you, it's been an interesting start of the new year. My house got broken into twice by a uh, woman that claims to have been my girlfriend for the last eight years. That's interesting, because within those eight years, I've had like three or four relationships and been single the rest of the time. You know, I feel like he would meet my mom and dad and not have to break into my house to leave me creepy handwritten letters and gel pens from 1995. I mean, I'm 30. You know, I grew up in the 90s. I recognize a gel pen when I see it, you know. This is the same girl that broke into my house to clean my bathroom, and when I asked her why, contemplating if I was going to report it to the cops or not, she said, Because that's what good girlfriends do, and I realized I was dealing with a psychopath. Delusional, for sure. Anyways, against my better judgment, I didn't report her for this breakup, either. Break in, sorry. Got confused. Because, uh, she broke in to break up with me. And I was like, well, if this is the end, you know, then why report it to the police and ruin her life? When we could just be done. But, uh, a few other comics that I know and I'm friends with said I should, uh, I got mixed signals, you know? 50% 50% of them said, uh, I shouldn't read the letter aloud on my podcast. The other 50%, along with a regular person, said for sure I should do it. So I'm going to go against my better judgment, and every female colleague I know, go ahead and read this to you guys. So, uh. This is also the same person that leaves male thongs in my mailbox because she wants me to wear them for her on our non-existent dates. And I feel like I need to explain some background a little bit, you know, fully explain where it is she's coming from and where I'm coming from, too, as well, you know, I would totally tell you guys her last name, but I don't know it. Um, she's, you know, I should know it, but I don't. Lauren Elizabeth Ponce or something? I don't know. That's how much I don't care about this person. But anyway, I knew this person from junior college. She's went by a lot of different aliases, and I'm still convinced at least... Four of my listeners for this podcast are just her in different personas, you know? She goes by Lauren James, which is, for people unaware, her uh, favorite character from Just Friends, the Ryan Reynolds and Anna Ferris movie. And Sam James is the psychopath that Anna Ferris plays. So for you to really relate, to that character out of any other character says a lot about you madame anyway i met her when i was in junior college i was taking a special effects makeup class you know before i enrolled in cinema makeup school and it was just a jc makeup theater class you know i knew a few theater kids in there because i worked tech and crew and uh And the musicals, and then I also, uh, you know, I was a principal actor in a lot of the straight plays, and I was part of the improv company and things like that, so I I knew people, and I tend to not talk to people I don't know, especially in a class setting. I'll migrate to the people I do know, because I have codependency issues, and I need safety blankets in unknown, you know areas especially back then not so much now you know i'll just wing it i've i'm dead inside now but before i had feelings i was self-conscious so you know i wouldn't talk to my friends the people i knew and this stranger got offended that i never said hi to her she got offended that this strange seemingly popular popularish, fella, well-liked fella, I should say, didn't say hi to her, and she was offended, so offended that she looked me up on Facebook and sent me a Facebook message and said, you know, it's really a shame that you don't want to get to know me as a person. And by the way, she never approached me. She sent me a Facebook message, and this is how it began. It's really a shame that you don't want to get to know me, because I would be a great friend and a great person. You're really missing out. Skip forward down the infatuation line. It was near my birthday. 2000, I want to say... 3? 2013. So it was 2013. I was getting ready to go out of town to California. She messaged me from another random number because I've blocked some many, And um, she t- messaged me in that she wanted to hang out. And I said, no, leave me alone. And then she stopped by my house, as stalkers often do, and saw me working on my truck. She asked me what I was doing. I said, I need to get up to Surprise to do property inspections to this one property. I'm trying to fix my shop so I can get up there. So can you please leave me alone? She's her response was surprising. She said, I'll give you a ride to Surprise if you take my virginity. Now, I'm. Young. I'm dumb. This was eight years ago or so. I don't know. And I said... And then you leave me alone forever? I didn't know. I'm so, I was stupid. She said yes. And that is what truly began it. And then after my uh, relationship ended with uh, Tori in... Um, I don't know. 2016... I had sex with her again. Twice. Twice was the real markers. Those two times were the markers that just made my life harassable, you know? Because it takes two to tango, you know? Not one person's ever a full psychopath. You're also a bad person, you know? I've enabled it for sure. Did I ask people to break into my house? No. No, I did not. It's terrifying, really. I walked out to download The Forest while I was talking to my friend Austin. Noticed a large amount of glitter on my PS4. Not something that should be on my PS4. All right? I've murdered people for less. I'm sorry, I should say I would murder people for less. I'm just too lazy, personally. Like, kudos to all the stalkers and the murderers of the world for even though you're bad people, you know, at least you got that tenacity to make you get off the couch. Here I am, sitting on the couch, talking into a microphone, recording a podcast. The just the thought exhausts me to have to like stalk somebody. Follow them. Get to know them. Get to know their habits. I live in a different apartment. Like when she was harassing me at my parents house. Okay. That's still resourceful. I give ya. But to also figure out my new location. Clever. I respect it. Creepy as hell. But I respect it. I'd be talking to my boss on the phone. Travis. And uh. All of a sudden, she'd pull up. Michael? Michael, is that you? I thought I recognized you. I was just driving in the neighborhood, you know, off this back street, through this neighborhood. And I just saw you walking your dog, and I thought it was you. Hey. And then she follows me back to my house. This happened multiple times, all right? Now... I've talked to police. When it comes to a woman harassing a man, they ha- things have to go so far, so f- she has to threaten me. You know, telling police that—I mean, sure, I've reported it. I'm not going to file charges, but like, yeah, something happens to me, and I get fucking murdered by this person. I want the police to know who to talk to. Right? And she even, like, she even briefly worked for the company that I work for, American Merchant Theater. I mean, not for long, clearly, obviously, once I realized that she was working there. I mean, it was convenient, you know, busy season when you have a lack of people. But, whatever, let's read this letter. So, see, I'm not a terrible person. If I really thought she was, like, murdery, would have never employed her. You know? I just thought she had potential as a performer. She's talked to the other, uh, comics that she performed with. I wasn't in that show. But, uh... They said, in quotes, she was a very slutty Dr. Candy. And considering it's a murder mystery and uh, she was playing a stripper who thought she was a doctor, probably did pretty well considering she dresses like she's straight out of a, uh 80s porno, just in real life, you know? It's not that she's not pretty it's that she doesn't dress flattering to a person just a human being how a human being looks and this comes from somebody who wears very bright jackets very flamboyant as a fella and uh but i dress like a person you know not a cartoon character for the most part or at least i try to that's why you have friends you know that are blunt and brash and tell you how it is Anyway, I was talking to my friend Austin while I was trying to download The Forest. What? I think, I think Latigra, which is one of the, you know, one of her aliases she goes by is Latigra Baby on, uh, on Snapchat and things like that. And she even has a podcast. She calls herself Miss Nightmare. She definitely has an identity crisis issue. So here we go. Into the breakup letter from my stalker of eight years. It starts off in bright, big cursive. And I'll post this on Instagram for you guys, too. It's pretty hilarious. It's got some choice lines in it that, you know just based off her writing alone i feel like she it took her 8 years but i think she's really now realizing that stalking somebody is not the same as dating them you know and her perspective is delightfully just i don't know it makes me giggle i've reread it several times since i got it but uh anyway starts off written pink permanent marker then after the first sentence, switches to metallic rose gold gel pens. Now I'll read you when it, when it bolds out to capital. Because how she writes really says a lot about her intelligence as a person. You know, she writes as if she is texting a text messages is texting a text message, but is still not consistent even so. And uh, it is to be noted that she uses in all where they should be, you know, um, periods or uh, dotted of the eyes or, uh, you know, bulletins, points. They are all hearts. And um, based off her uh, age and everything, you know, she is also 30 years old. <clears throat> Dear Ex-Boyfriend... I'm breaking up with you, period, with a heart. And X is in parentheses. I love you, but, all caps, you haven't truly made a valiant effort to, and by the way, it should also be noted that when she says to, She always uses the number two and never spells out T-O. When she says four, F-O-R, she spells it with the number four. You know? Intelligence level, that's all I'm saying. I love you, but you haven't made a valiant effort to actually treat me as your girlfriend. I apologize for that. That was unprofessional. But, uh... We live and we learn. Now, where were we? To treat me as your girlfriend. I waited an extremely, in parentheses, eight years long time to officially date you. I thought I'd get to experience, in quotes and all caps, a real relationship with you. But you all caps really short in the following ways S- uh, colon with hearts and it lists it down and uh, it should be noted that the following block is all caps extremely slow slash absent communication if you really cared You wouldn't have been so hard. I agree. I agree with all these statements, by the way. Hardly saw me. You live so close. In parentheses. Not seen me for weeks on end. All caps. It's not acceptable. Never did actual activities with me. Occasional sex and one movie... It's not dating. Totally agree with you. You are 100% right. Occasional. uh, yeah. I already read that. All right. Got it. Did not see. All caps, by the way. Did not see me on my B-day. Didn't do anything underline for. Either. She spells either. Like, you know. E-I-T-H-E-R With an H She throws an H In front of either Heather? Heether? When I first read this To uh, um, You know A uh, Conference call Of a bunch of comics uh, One of them said Maybe she meant Hither No She did not mean hither And even if she meant hither It's still wrong all right? There's not an E in hither, and there is not an H in either. All right? She has... This This is my point. Just because you have college degrees does not mean you're smart. All right? I read. I know how to spell shit. I know how to correctly pronunciate my words. I know how to use apostrophes. I know how to spell... 2 i'm not fucking lazy when i say you i don't spell it with a just a letter u i spell it y-o-u because it's a three-letter word and i'm not a fucking child all right this person who has stalked me for eight years has a college bachelor's degree from new mexico i know because i employed her I was an assist I'm I am an assistant director for the American Immersion Theater. And we employed her. She has a college degree. I don't have a college degree. I have a, a certificate from Cinema Makeup School for special effects makeup. I'm not even an esthetician. I can't even like get a regular makeup artist job. I did some community college. I'm a stand-up comedian and a musician. I I shouldn't be smarter than the person who has the college bachelor's degree. And yet you spelled either with an H. With an H. I have five chromosomes. And I know that either... Doesn't have an H in it. Come on, people. You, we all, everyone complains, Donald Trump this, Biden that. When people spell either with an H, this is, I feel like she represents a mass majority of the United States education system. We can't be surprised with the way the world turns out, led by these people, all right? They're not smart people. They're not. This is the same person that believed stalking somebody for eight years is the same as being their girlfriend. And you spell either with an H. H. I'm surprised you don't walk into more doors and stuff. And this is coming from a man that walks into a surprising amount of bushes and low-hanging branches. Because I'm in my own world. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm down on my phone. I'm just generally not paying attention. And yeah, I run into things. Often. But usually they're bush branches. Sometimes it's tree branches, you know. But... You, lady, I am surprised you don't get hit by buses and swindled by your gardener. I mean, granted, you still live with your mom, so that says something right there. That alone, and the fact that when I did see your bedroom that one time, you were uh, 28 and or 27, and there's Johnny Depp. And on your pink, sparkly walls, on your ceiling, from uh, Benny and June or something like that. And there's a TV from what I can only assume the early 90s. It was a box TV, it wasn't even flat. Listen, these are all facts about you. And I know you're probably listening, Lauren. And I want you to know these are facts. You had to reread your letter. Do you not believe in spell check? Do you not... Like, hmm. Does either have an H? Because it's spaced out. The writing of the word either is spaced out where the H looks like it was placed. Like, oh shit, you know what? I'm so fucking stupid. I think that H... I think that either has an h and it looks like it was added cuz it's a little spaced out. But either way, let's reread this sentence, shall we? Because I shit on you a lot for that deservedly. So, see, I mispronounce words too. We're all human, but it's not in writing format, you know? So, I didn't have the opportunity to read that mispronunciation mispronunciation of that word. So, Let's reread this letter portion from this college-graduated bachelor-degree-holding person. Did not see me on my B-Day slash didn't do anything, all caps underline, for heather when you said you would. For each of her birthdays, she would text me randomly and say... Are you finally going to do something for my birthday? And I mean every time I'd say, Well, of course, why wouldn't I? Because why not? If you're that stupid, you know? And the list goes on. In asterisks, it now says... Uh, by the way, this asterisks, it never has an end asterisks. Again, college, bachelor degree holding person... Know how to write senses, you know? You're handwriting a let- letter that you think is going to have an impact on me emotionally. But really, it's just giving me content to talk about. This isn't the only platform I'm going to be having this. Uh, it is the first time I'm reading this, but it's it's not going to be the last time. In fact, I might bring this on stage with me when things open back up. It uh, really is an insight to the American population. I do not care if, in quotes, dollar sign was an issue. So she means money. If money was an issue. Which it is. I'm a broke comic. What do you think? But that's not why I didn't go on dates with you. I didn't go on dates with you because you're icky. That's why I didn't go on dates with you. It's because you're I-C-K-Y icky you could have made me something comma saw me all caps baked me something called me (laughs) that's my favorite part when it's listing of things it's like listen if money was an issue you could have made me something you could have saw me (laughs) because I wasn't you know She's stalking me. So you could have saw me. You could have made me something. Baked me something. Called me. Etc. You did, all caps, nothing. You didn't even try to make me feel special, loved, or important. All caps on important. Now here's the back side. That was the the first side of it. And it's still in bulletin points because we're still listening of all the ways that I fucked up as a boyfriend. You know, she already said it. I feel like all you would really have to say is, hey, you weren't a really good boyfriend because, one, you never saw me. Two, you never called me. Three, you blocked me and reported me to the police several times for breaking into your apartment. And the list goes on. So, so many... Excuses, So many O's in those so's. Like, I don't, like, you're already using so twice. I already know, like, how you mean to say it. You mean so, so many. I get it. You don't have to spell the first so, S-O-O. And then second so, S-O-O, O-O. So what you actually spelled out, so you know, Lauren, was so, so many ex- endless excuses. It should be noted that excuses is also misspelled. Yeah. Anyway, so, so many endless excuses. Only made time when convenient for you not okay all caps underline, exclamation point not a real relationship totally agree with all these points it is not a real relationship when you stalk somebody and you have to force somebody to see you and read things You are writing me this letter because I have blocked you on everything and you have no way to contact me. That is why you felt the need to break into my house while I was sleeping during the day. But, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. Either way, you broke into my house while I was sleeping, took a picture of me while I was sleeping to have a keepsake of me. Left a sparkly, jewel-encrusted letter. Both sides listing of all the ways I fucked up as an ex-boyfriend. Strong-ass word for a psychopath. Now let's go on as the list continues. Obviously talk shit about me. Let your friends talk shit about me. I.E., in quotes, Keith, Catfish Keith on TikTok, everybody, if you want to follow him. If you like fishing videos and crazy redneck adventures, then Catfish Keith, with a K, in catfish, is the guy for you. Keith Spurlock, for ladies. He's single, ready to mingle, very kind, gentle spirit, knows how to catch dinner for you. Good, avid fisherman. But uh, I actually... He's talking about um, another lady that I did date. So obviously talk shit about me. Let your friends talk shit about me. I.e., Keith is a Trista fan, not a LaTigra baby fan. Trista telling me all this shit, you called me to her, in parentheses. Not okay! exclamation point. Listen, in my defense of obviously talking shit about you, yes, yes, I talked shit about the person that has stalked me for eight years who initially, you know, Facebook messaged me because I didn't say hi to her a stranger in a class. I didn't say hi to her. All signs of a psychopath, right? A stalker. Yes, I talk shit about this person. I've made every opportunity to get rid of this person. But like the coronavirus, she keeps clinging on to you. Now, for you to refer to yourself as one of your personas, La Tigra Baby, also sign... It's a sign. Use an unstable person. All right? It's weird. It, it's it's even worse than referring to yourself in the third person as your actual name. You're using a fake name to refer to yourself in a letter where you're breaking up with a person. You know, I don't want to say me because you were never in a relationship with me. You may have thought you were in your delusional wackadoo brain, but I'm here to tell you, honey, I was actually in a relationship with a few people during that time period, and uh, I think I would know, you know, if I was having so many affairs with people. Also, I don't believe I would be single by, you know, I was single for five years. I'm still single now. I don't really like being alone, and yet I don't want to date you. Says a lot about you as a person, you know. If I can't even look, I've lowered my standards for so many people, but I can't lower it for the person who has literally harassed me a good, maybe a third of my life, you know. My friends broke into my friend's house. Can't accept it. It's not acceptable. You know, if it was reversed, I would be in prison right now. But. Because, you know, for whatever reason, Latigra has to try to stab me for uh, me to get a true restraining order, you know? Although, definitely can now and gonna. Because, you know, you can't break into a person's house. It's breaking and entering. It's against the law. You know, it's just a fact. I don't know the legality issues of you know, talking about it on a podcast and then filing reports on it. But, you know, if I'm stabbed in the fucking middle of the night, yes, I know I should lock my door. You know, I forgot to lock my door. Maybe she broke into my house. Is it breaking and entering if someone's doors unlocked? Yeah, because you're not invited, man. You're still entering without my permission. It's breaking and entering. Anyway, the list goes on. Valuing everybody else's opinions about me above your own feelings about me. So she's saying that I actually was in love with her, but I cared more about what other people think. And as you guys know, that's not the case. I wouldn't talk about half the shit I talk about on this podcast if I really valued the opinions of everybody. If I was really afraid of everybody's opinion, I wouldn't talk about half the shit I talk about on this podcast. In fact, I wouldn't have read this letter on this podcast at all. It's not even done, and it has a PS letter in a weird-shaped notepad, which makes me believe it's some kind of Disney princess notepad, which, by the way, as a full-grown person, jump off a bridge, you know? If that's your whole life, jump off a bridge. There's very few people that I feel like are exempt from that Strong opinion. And that's people who do that kind of shit for a living. Alright. If you, you're a Disney princess for a living. Good for you. Even if you do it at birthday parties. You're making that money. If you're just a fan. And uh somebody showed me this girl's Facebook the other day. She's hosting her own Comic Con at her house. Sad. It's very sad. It's going to be really sad when that... um, When it's interrupted by a knock on the door. By Gilbert PD. Anyway. The list goes on. Calling my room, in quotes. Gaudy. I thought you liked my aesthetic. And me for me. What interaction that we've ever had would make you assume... Or make you even think that i liked you or anything about you you know just saying guess i was wrong very wrong you were very very wrong but you know we always we all make mistakes not as great as your mistake which which was putting an h in either get the fuck out of this planet man never met someone so stupid and I met somebody who lived in the town of Mesa that spelled it Masa, M-A-S-S-A. He lived there his whole life, but he was a convict. He was in work furlough at the time. And I gave him a pass because he was, he later overdosed on fentanyl. You know, he's not a bright person. But you, La Tigre, you, Lauren, are dumber. Then a convict, you have a college degree, you put an H in front of either, get the fuck off this planet man, fucking for real, trying to school me, nah man, a comedian and a guy who plays stringed instruments is smarter than you, I was homeschooled. I can only be smarter than my parents and the online school that I was a part of. I have a high school diploma essentially and a trade school certificate, but I'm smarter than you a bachelor degree holder. That's that's pretty cool for me, you know. Anyway, Calling my room gaudy. I thought you liked me for my aesthetic and me for me. Guess I was wrong by that comment along with all the things you said on the phone when you were, in quote, drunk. And what she means was she started calling me and I handed the phone to my friend Austin and he answered and said, hey, babe, what's up? I'm just talking to her like normal, you know, like a boyfriend would. He's married, but his wife was there, so it's cool, you know. It's unnatural sounding, but whatevs. Made me question your true feelings about me. I'm now really convinced you didn't care about me beyond sex. It's all you let me do with you anyways. What a weird sentence. It's all you let me do with you. Really shows the one-sided relationship, doesn't it? And then she starts off a new paragraph by saying, I.E. colon. By the way, Lauren, this is not how you write sentences. Just so you know, if you're wondering why you can't get a job beyond working at a CBD marijuana shop or um, a sex shop, then this is why. It's because you can't spell for shit. And it it honestly, like I work around a lot of comedians, I work with a lot of comedians. A lot of them, their handwriting looks like seven year olds read it. Or writ it. See? See? I'm human too. But again, I'm speaking, I don't have the ability to fact check everything, and I can also correct myself by say wrote. But they write very badly. And it it honestly looks like a seven-year-old wrote things sometimes. But you know what? Nothing is ever misspelled. All the punctuations are where they should be. Sentences are written the way sentences are supposed to be written. You write like a 13-year-old girl, and you're 30. You're almost 30, you know? And you don't know how to spell worth a shit. You don't know how to structure a sentence worth a shit. You have gone through years of schooling at a major university in New Mexico. And you start off sentences, i.e. S- colon, with hearts in places the, of the punctuation. This is one of the longest episodes because you're so goddamn stupid in this letter. And if for those of you who say I'm being mean, I'm going to take a picture of this. I'll post it on Instagram so you guys can read it. You guys can be your own judges, all right? This is just my opinion. And I'm also a little biased because this person has stalked, harassed me, and broken into my house. And she could have let my dog out, killed me in my sleep. I don't know. None of her behavior strikes me as sane, normal, nice, humble, and kind. No. But anyway, IE, colon, I'm breaking up with you. Because, and it should be noticed, noted, it says because you were. And she spells it B-C-U-Z, space, letter U. Again, for those of you who think I'm being too mean. Doesn't know how to spell. You were alright, alright. I.e., I'm breaking up with you. Because you were a really shitty BF. Not boyfriend. She doesn't spell out that word. She's not that bright. BF to me, and I know you were a better BF to all those other girls! Exclamation point. Yeah, Lauren, I uh, I must have been a really shitty bf to you, because I was never your bf. You were never my gf. We were never we we weren't shipping it. You know, we weren't shipping it out or whatever the kids say. I got treated like trash. And them like royalty. Listen. You don't want to be treated like trash. Don't act like trash. Don't break into my house. Don't stalk me. Don't leave creepy fucking weird books with cut out locks of your hair in my mailbox. All right? Those aren't. This, that's how trash. That's That's how I would treat it, you know? Royalty? Yeah, I treat my girlfriends like they're fucking gold. Ask any of them. Ask any of my ex girlfriends. All high opinions. None of them, you know, all my relationships, they're an end usually because of them. It just ended because we weren't either, we were either not right together or I'm not emotionally available, you know? It's, it was never. Toxic. I'm friends with all of them. It's just, you know, think, sometimes things don't work out. And am I still a great friend? Fuck yeah, because I'm a good person. But uh, you, I will treat like a criminal, lady. Because that's what people who break in the houses are. And people who stalk their parents. You know She goes to my parents' house all the time. It's fucking weird. But Anyway. A friend, a girl that I actually like, got on the PS4. And I'd like to talk to her. She uh, has has a boyfriend, but, you know, how long can that really last? Yeah, he's good-looking, charming, and rich. But I'm charming and good-looking. I've got a... Troubled past, you know? Got some bad boy spirit in me. Who knows? Who knows what the future might hold. Anyway, let's continue reading this so we can get, get through this episode. Who knew just reading the letter alone would be 44 minutes? That's not fair. You were really important to me. But I can't say you cared about me at all. No, I didn't, I didn't care about you at all, you're right. I deserve respect and care, Lauren. I completely agree with you. Now let's read this final PS. PS, you really are a monster towards me and I've never done anything to deserve such behavior. You know, besides breaking into my house, stalking me for eight years, that kind of stuff. Sorry for being a dumb bitch and thinking a little bit of you actually cared about me. That underneath all that asshole ways that you were a decent ish guy, I really cared about. I'm stupid for thinking I could even care that you could even care about me. I'm a joke to you guys and I always will be. Well, you guys, that's been another episode of Easily Irritated. I'm your host, stand-up comedian Mike McCowan. Follow me on Twitch at Mike McCowan Live and on YouTube, Mike McCowan. I'll see you guys later and have a great week. That has been the conclusion. Sorry to rush off a little bit. I don't no. want to be rude, you know. It is uh it was like one in the morning. You know? Anyway. Yeah, I wanted to share that letter with you guys. It's fucking strange. Someone breaks in your house to leave you a breakup letter. And as 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 far as your knowledge is concerned, you've never dated that person. So, yeah, weird indeed. You know, the person I just played with, Straley. She says, I haven't seen the last of that girl. I hope she's wrong. Anyway, this has been another episode of Easily Irritated. I uh, started doing uh, Twitch, uh, started doing live video game streaming of Twitch, I'm playing uh, Dark Souls for the first time, I'm not a video gamer, so it's uh, it's a challenge, I've been told it's hard to watch, so it should be entertaining. No uh, video on my face on that, just, you know, the audio, which you guys should be used to. Then I also, uh, and that's Mike McCowan Live on Twitch, and then um, started doing, I'm going to put the podcast on YouTube as well, do some more stuff with that. And, uh, yeah, continue to do the audio version. Anyway, this has been uh, Mike McCowan. Follow me on YouTube, Mike McCowan, M-C-C-O-W-A-N, And uh, Mike McCowan live on Twitch. Anyway, this has been another episode of Easily Irritated. I love you guys. Stay safe. You know, don't take any ones of virginities. Don't get stalkers, you know. Also, if you're in college, learn that either is not spelled with an H. Be better, you know. Anyway, have a good night. Have a good week. Have a happy weekend. Don't get Corona. I love you. Sorry to take a little break. I know we just had an ad. But I really do need to tell you. I need to further instill my point. You know, we live in a time of some craziness, all right? There's some riots going on. There's a COVID-19 virus going on. There's all this talk about defunding the police department. I'm sure you want to give your opinions out there. Shout them out there. You know, get some following behind you. You know, up the morale a little bit in society in America. God knows we could all have a little content that would let us, you know, escape from all the awfulness in the world. Surely this podcast doesn't do it for you. So create your own, all right? When I was first trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. One being, am I going to have to upload my podcast to each platform individually? To Spotify, to Apple, to everywhere? Because that's that's going to be super annoying, and I don't want to do that. Well, that's when I heard about Anchor. It's a one-stop, all-you-need-to-create-a-podcast. They upload You upload it onto Anchor. Oh, here's my little podcast. I'm talking about riots and what flavor ice cream i like i send it into anchor they upload it and they distribute it for me on spotify apple everywhere you can listen to a podcast you will hear about easily irritated it is that awesome but here's another question i had will i ever make money like let's say i do develop a fan following Will I make money? Will I be able to apply for sponsors? But here's what I didn't know, is you don't even have to have a minimum listenership with Anchor. No. You can make money from your podcast right away. I don't, I wouldn't expect a lot of money, but you know, two cents from every listener, that adds up, you know? So, the answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor, all right? Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcasts. Why have advertisers, oh, this is for hymns. If you're uh, losing your hair and your dick doesn't work, come here and use my code word. They're not going to match you up with randos like that, okay? They know your podcast advertisers, advertisers, advertisers know your demographic, all right? They know the message you're trying to get out and they will match sponsors to you, to the content that you offer. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, all you have to do, it's, it's not complicated at all. First of all, open up the App Store on your smartphone or your iPhone, right? Type in anchor.fm. That's ancho Dot FM slash start. And uh, you'll get started. You'll make your podcast. You'll make money. Maybe you might even become Rogan legendary. The Joe Rogan experience might even fail to comparison of how massive your show is, mans, dudes, whoa, mans. Join the revolution of podcasting. Now, back to the show.